celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this very first day of October 2021. We have turned the page. 10-1-2-0-2-1 is your date. We make our way into October for this year of 2021. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM. Where I look out the window and I see the sun shining bright, bright. The sky is blue, no smoke, no wind, ground dry, beautiful day. It's 61 degrees, perfect autumn-type weather to get out there this morning and have a cup of coffee on your patio. Yeah, 61 degrees. And it's only going to get up to 86. Perfect weather here. This is the way it's going to be all weekend, by the way, here in Las Vegas. If you're thinking about coming up, listening to us worldwide on many different streaming uh, sites and platforms. Like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Your iPhone or your Android, your smartphones there with your phone apps. The KSHP phone apps that you can get at your phone app store so you can hear us now. And, of course, uh, wherever you get your podcasting, we're there as well. Hello, podcasters. Even a gold tooth filling. However, wherever, whenever. Welcome to the show. On this Friday. Thank goodness it's Friday. The first day of October. October 1, 2021. Wow. 35 days, 7 hours, and 39 minutes and counting until the Breeders' Cup that starts its first of the two-day run on November 5th. Friday, November 5th. will be at the South Point at 6 p.m. following the first day, the first full day of the two-day championship. I'll be hosting Jonathan Hardoon and uh, John Lendo for a Breeders' Cup seminar, taking a look at what happened on Friday and maybe applying to some of the things we see on Friday to handicap the uh, uh, the big, big day of racing on Saturday. And we invite all of you to come on out and join us because we're in to the spot right now. We're getting a handle on this COVID virus. All right. Numbers are down. 687 positives overnight at Clark County. 1,140 in the state, 687 here. Hospitalizations are down, only 661 in the entire state. The uh, Nevada infection rate overall, the entire state, 10.3%. But here in Clark County, where the mass of the population is, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Strip, and, of course, the South Point, where we'll be doing the uh, seminar, 7.9%. So we're doing good, and uh, we got to keep it up, though, okay? We do have still have mask mandates here. I know it's a pain in the mask, but we still have mask mandates here. So if we can continue to try to keep our arms around this thing and not get it crazy, we're going to be okay. Now, I do want to take a moment personally here uh, for us in Las Vegas, and I know everybody in the in the country, around the world really, uh, remembers what happened on October 1st, four years ago here in Las Vegas, when they had the Route 91 concert, 
and we had some lunatic with a mass of amount of ammunition bust out a window at the uh, Mandalay Bay and started shooting people in a mass murder situation watching that con- uh, concert across the street in a uh, empty lot. The Route 91 concert massacre happened four years ago today. And out of this tragic situation, people finally got to see and understand that Las Vegas is not only the Strip, it's not only the party town, it's not only the entertainment capital of the world, but it's a community of people who band together and who came to the rescue of a lot. Now, a lot of people's lives have changed forever because of that. But I was really proud to be a Las Vegan to see how the Las Vegans, uh, you know, responded in every way, shape, and form in support and prayers, etc. So we remember that today, four years ago. There will be memorial services, of course, today for that. The biggest mass shooting in the history of Las Vegas and certainly uh, one of the biggest in the country. Some sick people out there, but there are more good people out there that responded. Vegas remains strong. Vegas strong. All righty. What we're going to do is we're going to go to our first break. When we come back, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, the horse racing stuff for you because we've got a lot of good stuff happening. A lot of good stuff happening this weekend. 20 stakes races across the major racetracks from east to west and points in between. Nine of those races are Breeders' Cup win and you're in races. And a half a world away on Sunday morning, the Arc de Triomphe will also produce maybe a Breeders' Cup starter or two. Big Breeders' Cup week prep weekend here. We'll get started, Las Vegas style, right after this. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sports books. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty so if you will just uh, take a moment or two and uh, remember uh, about the uh the uh, October 1st situation here. But, boy, uh, we sure showed the world that Las Vegas is a community. All right. Hey, let me take a look at some of the uh, results from uh, yesterday. Uh, The first day of the new Tapita uh, racetrack at Gulfstream Park, and the winner of the first race ever on that synthetic track was Emoji Guy. Keep that in mind. And uh, our man Jonathan Hardoon. Now, you know, we always tell you, all of our handicappers on the show, I give them the freedom to pick whatever races they want 
in giving you, uh, you know, a, uh, a little bit of a sample of what they do. But I always reiterate to you, remember, it's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And their product uh, stands, I believe, among the uh, handicappers out there, the ones that are on our show, are guys that I know work hard, bet their horses, and their, uh, I believe their product is good. So Jonathan came yesterday on the show and uh, gave us a couple of horses yesterday. And uh, the two that he picked, let me say Gulfstream, the two that he picked on the show... Um, it didn't run so good, okay? However, his Belmont sheet yesterday produced two of the highest, two of the highest prices of the day. His sheet had the winner of the first race at Belmont paid thirty nine sixty, and his sheet had the winner of the eighth race on top. Both of these were top picks, eighth race that paid thirty nine twenty. Now, of course, the highest price winner of the day was $65. Nobody got that. But just uh, reminding everybody out there that these guys do hard work, and they try uh, hard to give you a winner or two, and they've been doing a great job on the show, but uh, you got to get their products overall. Now, that $39.60 winner in the first race, a $65 winner in the fourth race pr- provided uh, huge payoffs. And if you think they provided huge payoffs... You had pick five in the last five races, and they were prices of ten forty nine dollars ten cents, eleven forty thirty nine twenty. Jonathan's thirty nine twenty, which was the highest in the sequence of the late pick five, and a twenty dollar and forty cent winner in the last race. That pick five was the highest payoff in the nation yesterday. Paid sixty two thousand nine hundred four bucks and fifty cents, and this is for a fifty cent bet. Now nobody had the pick six. Nobody had five out of six. Four out of six had paid $389 on a day that was sprinkled between favorites and strategically placed long shots yesterday at Belmont. Dylan Davis had three wins. Javier Castellano won the uh, late double. Uh, so it was, um, it was an eclectic type of uh, results yesterday at Belmont. But if you connected those dots, man, you made some cash. That's for sure. Yesterday at Belmont. Highest priced payoff in the nation. There yesterday, we were talking about the Arctic Triumph that's going to happen on Sunday. Just in case you're interested, here in Las Vegas, that race will go at 7:05 a.m. on Sunday morning. It'll be telecast on Fox Sports. But uh, they had 15 horses past the uh, final entry box for the uh, pre-dated Arctic Triumph. That'll happen on uh, Sunday. And Tarnawa, the winner of the uh, Breeders' Cup Turf last year. He's one of the top choices for this year's ARC and a horse called Adayar. Not Alidar, but Adayar. So it's going to be an interesting race, that's for sure, and that is the ARC on Sunday. But we got a whole bunch of stakes races here in the continental United States that'll have Breeders' Cup implications for sure over the weekend as well. 20 major stakes races. And uh, nine Breeders' Cup winning your end races. And I want to go to the menu right now. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go to the menu of racetracks right now for today. Remember, it's opening day at Santa Anita today. Opening day. And, of course, as you know, we have a carryover in the pick six at Belmont Park. And we have a carryover in the twin queue from Sunday. You got a twin queue today. So it's kind of like a carryover Friday to kick off. A big weekend of racing. So here's the menu of racetracks available today in the racebook. Simulcast centers racetracks around the country. First post time broadcast on the show each and every day. Reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone. That's where we're at here in Las Vegas in the Pacific Time Zone. If you're not in the Pacific Time Zone, adjust to the Pacific Time Zone so you don't miss anything like I miss mom and dad. All right? Here we go. And you know all the different streaming and all that stuff. Where, However, wherever you get us, remember that. But just uh, first post times are Pacific. And so here is the menu of racetracks available today that will be rolling out in our race and sports books. We know Churchill Downs is running, but it's not in our race and sports books. So there. All right. Here we go. We begin with uh, Laurel Park. Laurel Park has nine races today, and their first post time is 940, 940 at Laurel. 
Pick 6 jackpot carry over $3,856 at Laurel today. All right, then we go to Belmont Park. Now, uh, Belmont Park, right now they say it's mostly sunny, 57 degrees. The track's fast. The Widener and Inner Turf courses are both, both firm. So the Widener Turf course will have races 6 and 9, and the Inner Turf course will have races 2, 5, and 8. You got a pick six carryover today of $53,716.02 if you want to be exact. All right, the feature race today is the $125,000 John Hedegaard Stakes. That's the eighth on the card on the Inner Turf course. And uh, nine races overall at Belmont today with a first post time of 10 a.m. 10 a.m. All right, Gulfstream Park is next. Day two of their uh, synthetic racetrack and dirt track runnings. Nine races today, no turf. But nine races today and the first post time of 9.50 at Gulfstream Park where they have a uh, super high five carryover, $23,051. And uh, their rainbow pick six jackpot carryover, $233,893. First post time, 9.50 for nine at Gulfstream today. Then we go to Santa Anita. They call it the great race place and so will we. Santa Anita has a first post time today of one o'clock this afternoon. Nine races on this opening day of their autumn championship meeting. Four stakes races. They are in sequence. Fifth race, the $100,000 speakeasy for two-year-olds going five furlongs on the turf. Seven go to the post in this one. Your favorite in the race is uh, Forbidden Kingdom at two to one. Two to one on Forbidden Kingdom. And that uh, is in the, the speakeasy today. Uh, by the way, the Speakeasy is a Breeders' Cup winning your in race. Then the $200,000 grade two chandelier for three-year-old Phillies at a mile and 16th will be the sixth race. Seven go to the post here. Nine to five favorite is Grace Alder. Grace Odler with uh, Flavian Pratt. That is also a Breeders' Cup winning your in race. Then we got the seventh race, the $200,000 Eddie D. At six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. Yeah, it's back. The Yeti D on the Hillside Turf Course, 7th race. Nine go to the post there. And then the $300,000 American Pharaoh, a grade one for two-year-olds at a mile and 16th, is the eighth race. That is also a Breeders' Cup winning you're in. Your six to five favorite there is Corniche with uh, Mike Smith aboard. Nine races on a blockbuster opening at Santa Anita and a first post time of 1 o'clock this afternoon. All right, next up comes Golden Gate. Golden Gate, Northern California now. They have a pick six jackpot carry over six thousand fifty-eight bucks. They got a super high five carry over five thousand one hundred seventy-five dollars. They got ten races today at Golden Gate. First post time is one fifteen. Then you have Woodbine. Tommy Mass is standing by. Woodbine has nine races. Their first post time is one fifty. One fifty today at Woodbine. Super high five jackpot carry over thirty-six thousand one hundred four dollars. And the super high five jackpot carry over at Woodbine today. And their first post time again is 150 for nine races. Monmouth at Meadowlands. Now the racing is at Meadowlands. All six races today of the six races at Monmouth at Meadowlands are on the turf course because you know they're running harness on the main track. So the Monmouth at Meadowlands, all turf six races with a first post time of 4 p.m. Then we have Charlestown. Charlestown has a nice pick six jackpot carryover, $63,930. First post time, 4 p.m. for eight races. And then we have a wrapping it up with Rem- 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 Remington. Remington Park has nine races. Their first post time is 5.05. And that, ladies and gents, is the racing menu as we'll roll out today in our race books in Las Vegas. And again, we know Churchill Downs is out there, but we can't play it here for the impasse of the. Uh, the powers to be. All right, we're going to go to uh, Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Let me ask you, when they go to Keelan next week, will Vegas take Keelan? Yes, we take Keelan. Oh, good. Okay. How, well, that's good. However, I want to know, what's the deal, pal? You missed the $65 horse. <laughs> I blew it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have no idea how close I was to giving out to it in the eighth race. And <laughs> I, and I got to tell you, you know, people are throwing right now. They're throwing stuff at the radio because you got two thirty-nine dollar horses yesterday, but you didn't give either one of them out on the air. I know. 
I know. I've been kicking myself for, for hours about it. But I'll bet you have. What are you going to do? Yeah. We'll make up for it. Okay, make up for it. Anyhow, uh, today Belmont has a first post time at 10 a.m. And um, it looks like a good competitive card today. But, of course, uh, you know, they've got those big races coming up this weekend at Belmont as well. So we got a big weekend coming up with all these Breeders' Cup implicated races and uh, nine Breeders' Cup win in your ends. And we have a pick six carryover at Belmont as well, and it's yeah. a dollar bet. So, you know, you got to bang for your buck there, that's for sure. And uh, better than the 20 cent jackpot, I'll tell you that much, in my opinion. A dollar is a fair price, and uh, it's still affordable, and, uh, you know, you have a shot to make some money. Well, if you think this is a bang for your buck, I could tell you right now that it's a bigger bang for a half a buck when you talk about those pick five payoffs. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they were monstrous, and, uh, you know, that's what people like, Ralph. When you get an opportunity to make a score from a small yeah. investment, yeah. you know, when you have big fields and good betting races, that's all the fans ask for, and they're entitled to it. You know, unfortunately, not always easy to do, especially in Southern California when they don't have that many shippers come in. But I have to tell you, the Santa Anita card this weekend, yep. uh, certainly today and tomorrow's card, they are terrific betting races. Yes, they, they are. are. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, I know Belmont has a uh, feature race today, but it's it's neither graded nor a Breeders' Cup implicated race. But uh, there are four at Santa Anita. Uh, a quick view of either the Chandelier, the American Pharaoh, or the Speakeasy. How about the Yeti D? I wanted to give that one out on the radio. Well, well, that's so. that's okay. You can give that out. I'm just I'm saying uh, your thoughts about the three Breeders' Cup winning your rent races today. Well, uh, some of them are two-year-old races. So, yeah. You know, I guess Stafford has a, a little bit of an edge in that race. Uh, <laughs> you think? <laughs> but the fifth race, the uh, sprint race on the turf, I like the Mandela horse who ran very well on the dirt. And this horse is bred for turf being out of American Pharaoh. Yeah, but he's only two to one, so no big deal there. And the other races, again, I think Baffert is holding the key to those races. Now that uh, sure. that fifth race on the grass is five furlongs on the turf for two year olds, and the horse you're talking about is Forbidden Kingdom. In case people want to take a thought or two about that, okay, we'll get your picks now. Okay, let's go to the ninth and final at Belmont today. Seven furlongs on the wide and the turf course, and I like the number eleven horse in here, Suit of Armor. This is a three-year-old gelding from the Brad Cox barn. Irod Ortiz aboard to ride. He's listed at four to one. Full field of twelve there. And this horse has two career starts. Both of them at Saratoga sprinting on the grass. Had big trouble first time out. Last time out ran very well. If it repeats that race or makes a forward move off of it, number eleven suit of armor will win today's ninth and final. All right, now the ninth race, the 11th suit of armor uh, to be ridden by uh, Irvin Ortiz Jr. And I guess all those big payoffs yesterday at Belmont were the fact that neither Ortiz brothers made it to the winner circle in a nine-race card. Like I said, Dylan Davis had three, Javier Castellano won the late double, and Luis Saez won two. But uh, you didn't see an Ortiz in the winner circle, and when that happens, those uh, payoffs can really yeah. uh, blossom. You get rewarded when you beat those guys because you certainly get a point or less when they're riding. People uh, seem to yeah. attract, be attracted to them, and rightfully so. They're terrific riders, so why not? And uh, without any wins yesterday, you know they're stacking up for a run today, and you've got one of them. I read in the ninth race on number 11, Suit of Armor, the 11 in the ninth, and we'll get your Sandy to pick now. Let's go to the seventh race, the Eddie D, six and a half furlongs down the hillside turquoise. And I love this layout and I love betting these races. Mm -hmm. And I look for horses that cut back in distance. I think they have a big edge coming down the hill. And I like the number eight horse in here, Whisper Not. Uh, this is a four year old call from the Richard Baltus barn. Johnny Velasquez aboard to ride. He's listed at six to one on the morning line. He cuts back in distance today. Last time out going long at Saratoga. I think he's going to love this spot. I like the outside draw. I like the 6-1. to one, And I like number 8, Whisper Not, to win today's Eddie D down the hill. Down the hill, 7th race, number 8, Whisper Not. John Velasquez out to ride some of the Baffert horses in the big stakes races at Santa Anita. And he is also aboard Whisper Not in this race. 7th race, the eight at uh, Santa Anita is your second play. And tell them where can, they can get the rest of that stuff. Then go to the website at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. All right. Getting set for a big weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ralphie. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going north of the border where Tommy Massis is standing by at Woodbine. Tommy, good morning. 
Good morning, Ralph. Thank God you didn't look at my sheet for yesterday. You would have had eight losers, not two. Well, we understand that, you know, uh, you guys do hard work, but sometimes, like the Ortiz brothers, you come up uh, blank. You know, that happens in uh, sports competition, that's for sure. Uh, one of your horses yep. did uh, finish third yesterday, one of your picks for us at Woodbine, but you got to pick it up today. Uh, what's going on I out there? So. What's going on I out there today? So. Well, today it's a uh, 4.50 uh, Eastern start, beautiful weather, and I love a horse. My best bet of the day is in race four today, and I'm, I love Lion Kingdom, who probably was arguably the best in his last two races. Had really no pace to run at. Looks like there's a lot of pace to run at in here, and just watch the replays. He was really striding out mm-hmm. late in those two races. All right, so your uh, your selection in the fourth race today at Woodbine at 12 to 1 on the morning line and a full field of 13 before any scratches is number 5, Lion Kingdom. The five and the fourth race is Tommy's pick. And, Tommy, uh, your your man, uh, Camara, continues to ride hot, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, he, he's just he's just in a zone. And, and like I said yesterday, barring any kind of unfortunate thing, he should have the, the rider's title all wrapped up. Yeah, a good thing about yesterday, though, you had nine races and nine different jockeys uh, won the races, so they did spread the wealth out a little yesterday. Yeah, and, you know, we've talked about this before. You know, all the trainers are winning, all the jockeys are winning, and it's it's, it's good, you know. It's good to have some parity instead of the top three guys doing, you know, all the damage. All right, now, coming up this weekend on Saturday, uh, tomorrow will be the Wonderwear Stakes uh, for three-year-old fillies uh, at 10 furlongs on the turf. And then you'll have the Ontario Fashion, a grade three, and the Breeder Stakes, which is the third jewel in the Canadian Triple Crown. No Triple Crown. Canadian Triple Crown uh, is, uh, you know, on the docket uh, uh, this year. But uh, it's going to be a great race at $400,000 added. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I know the connections of uh, Safe Conduct, uh, Phil Serpy's assistant, Lisa Barkowski, is a good friend of mine from Florida. Uh-huh. So it'll be good to see her twice in Canada instead of just waiting for Florida. Uh, and I would imagine did they, they didn't draw for that race yet, right? Yes, they did. Oh, they did. Well, let's take a look at the Breeders' Stakes. And that'll happen on Sunday at a mile and a half on the turf for four hundred grand. As I say, no Canadian Triple Crown on the line, uh, but uh, a full field of 12 is in the race, and it looks like a pretty competitive race with uh, Safe Conduct being the uh, two-to-one favorite with Emma Jane Wilson. Yeah, I can see Safe Conduct and Riptide Rock going off as co-favorites in mm-hmm. here, but, you know, I, I, I think it's, you know, a real interesting race. The the mile and a half is real tricky, and, you know, I see a horse like Artie Storm is in there who has, you know, has been running sprints and, I, th- I think it's it's becomes more of a jockey's race than a, a horse race. Yeah, the jocks, uh, a lot of jocks are not used to riding a mile and a half, and their timing uh, certainly is uh, something that's needs at those uh, marathon distances. That's for sure. But that'll be that'll be fun, and that of course will be on uh, Sunday at Woodbine. But we'll have you back tomorrow. That's for sure. Any any other horse you want to uh, lay on us for today? Yeah, you know, I, I don't like the inner turf course, but I, ha- I have a horse on my notes uh, in the first race, number three, our ticket at 20 to one, you know, anywhere near 20 to one, I'm going to have to bet, even though I, I swear off the inner turf. And uh, you got a story with this horse? Yeah, well, uh, two back sprinting, uh, he put away, you know, it was, it was a day where they were coming off the pace and he put away a few other speed horses. And a horse that's in the seventh race today that's a lot tougher. Valley Girl just ran him down. And last time out, in a race with no pace, he missed the start. Oh, okay. It was was very subtle. He missed the start, tried to rush up into it. So I think the cutback, you know, the cutback in this race, if he handles these turns, uh, you know, I'm married to this horse. I got to go on him at that kind of a price. Yeah, 20 to 1. You could play the horse several times and lose as long as it connects sooner or later. And today may be the sooner. Now, our first post time in Las Vegas for that first race of Woodbine is 1.50 this afternoon. And you like number four, our ticket, who could be the big ticket for a big day of racing at Woodbine. And, of course, fourth race, you like the five. Both nice long shots. Thanks a lot, Tommy. We'll talk to you uh, tomorrow. I can't wait. Good luck, everyone. All right, your twin Q comes up next. 
STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. All right. Twin Q has returned for this big weekend, and we've got a little dangling carrot out there to start off the weekend with Twin Qs on your Friday with a carryover that was left over from Sunday. You have a Twin Q carryover today at Station Casinos, where they spoil you with these Twin Qs here in Las Vegas. You can play this only at the Station Casinos here in Vegas. And the Twin Q carryover is $6,824. It'll feature two races on opening day at Santa Anita. Get ready. All right. The first half of the Twin Q today is the third race at Santa Anita. Five furlongs on the turf for two-year-old maidens and a full field of 12 set to go before any scratches. Get out your trainer and breeder's books for the third race at Santa Anita. Five furlongs on the turf, two-year-old maidens. Second half of the Twin Q at uh, Station Casinos today is the ninth and final race on this opening day at Santa Anita. A maiden race for Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up at six furlongs on the turf. Now remember, they do have the downhill turf course and the regular turf course uh, that stays on the main. So the third and the ninth races, five furlongs and six furlongs respectively, will be on the flat main. The ninth race has a field of 12 as well. So that's what you got. A couple of turf sprint races on the turf course today at Santa Anita, the third and ninth races. That's your twin Q puzzle for a carryover of 6824 bucks. And post time for the twin Q right around 2 o'clock. But you'll be playing the races anyhow at Station Casinos. You'll be playing Santa Anita today, but don't get locked out. 2 o'clock. All right, uh, Rich Ang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Well, it's opening day at Santa Anita, buddy. Yep, yep, and uh, I got my uh, typewriter uh, working last night. <laughs> I'm using an old-fashioned term, typewriter, out <laughs> Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go, ready to go, really uh, really excited, especially for the downhill turf course. It's been uh, quite a few years since we've had it. Yeah. I'll be interested to see that. Yeah, that's for sure, it's, and that is always, it's always a fun trip, and it always produces some uh, exciting finishes, that's for sure. All right, so today is opening day at San Anita, 1 o'clock post time. We've got all those big stakes races and Breeders' Cup uh, prep races and Breeders' Cup winning your ends uh, starting today with three and more over the weekend at San Anita. Your uh, schedule for this weekend as far as selection sheets. Well, I'm just going to focus on Santa Anita, and uh, for good reason, you know, with uh, with the opening weekend and all the major stakes. And mm-hmm. uh, my focus actually really uh, really kicks in next weekend when Keeneland opens. Ralph, on uh, Friday the eighth, I'll be doing two sheets a day, one for Keeneland and one for Santa Anita. So that that'll be plenty enough work for me. Oh yeah, and uh, Keeneland, uh, they got uh, they're stacking up a whole bunch of uh, races uh, on their uh, fall meeting, heading to, of course, the Breeders' Cup. And uh, they'll start off uh, right away on October 8th with the Alcibiades the, and the Phoenix, both at Keeneland on opening day, and both are Breeders' Cup winning your end races. So between this weekend and, again, next week and next weekend, a whole bunch of other Breeders' Cup winning your end races. It's stacking up at Keeneland, Belmont, and, again, at Santa Anita. So this is, uh, this is the uh, sweet spot time to try to figure out What's going to happen on championship, uh, the championship this year? But we got to get started with an opening day at San Anita, 1 o'clock post time today. There'll be different post times for the weekend, but today, 1 o'clock, opening day San Anita. Rich Eng's selections for this San Anita card today is available right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go to RacedayLasVegas.com, and you get Richie's selections. And, Richie, we are ready for a opening day pick. 
Okay, uh, my ROI, by the way, is uh, I'm at 98 cents. So okay. I got closer to the Mendoza line. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as a pick, uh, let's go to race number three, Ralph. It's uh, five furlongs on the turf. Hey, ding, uh, ding, so ding. That's a, a twin Q race. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the first leg of the twin Q. Yeah. And I'm happy to, to hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the horse I like is the number eight, El Ovato, uh, 7 to 2 in the morning line with Joel Rosario. Uh, this horse has been working great and has a lot of speed, Ralph. I expect the Rosario just to, to pop the gate, put this one on the front end, and play catch me if you can. So let's go 25 win plays, two for the ROI. No rate. Elevata to try to go wire to wire and race three at Santa Anita. All right. Now you got uh, Rosario coming in from the East Coast. You've got uh, John Velasquez coming in, and uh, I guess a few more jockeys uh, maybe over the weekend from other spots. And, of course, Flavian is getting ready to get started, Sanita, on his attack for another uh, jockey uh, title along with uh, Rispoli. And, of course, um, you know, you've got uh, all of the uh, other players there that uh, Joey Bravo, who is now settled into Southern California, is now riding. I believe this will be his first uh, full Sanita meet in a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, I know he had tried Santa Anita a couple of decades ago and uh, didn't didn't uh, get his hooks into the stables and stick around. I, I thought he was going to make it back then, Ralph, when he was a younger man. Yeah. But uh, it's good to see him now. What the heck? He's, and, he's a hell of a rider and uh, rides the turf fantastic. And he uh, he is now in some of the nice barns, too, that's for sure. Okay, Rich Ang Selections, Santa Anita for today, right there at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Go to the website, click Richie's icon. You'll get his selections for today, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, Rich. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. John Leno and Jerry J are next. Don't you do it. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Now let's go to Mr. John Lindo, anxiously standing by for the curtain raiser at Santa Anita and uh, downhill racing coming back to the great race place. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah, that's the best part of opening day. We've got some great stakes races, but we get to see the downhill turf course again. Yeah. So, yeah, it's about time. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Like I said uh, with uh, Richie, we got Rosario in town. we got uh, Velasquez, I'm sure, uh, maybe a uh, jockey or two from other spots uh, for the weekend as well because we got a lot of – uh, as uh, Richie said, he's already seen tomorrow's uh, card at Santa Anita, and that's a blockbuster too as well as today. Now, tomorrow you've got 11 races, so we got an early post time. Yeah, tomorrow, they go, tomorrow only 12.30 first post time with the 11-race card. And because it's an 11-race card, mm-hmm. they added a mid-pick four, races Ooh. five through eight. So tomorrow only uh, three pick fours, races one through four, five through eight, and eight through 11. And then on Sunday? Nine, we... nine, nine, yeah, eight through 11. That's correct. All right. And Sunday we are back uh, to 10 races? 10 races on Sunday, regular post time, 1 o'clock. All right. And, of course, on Sunday we're going to have to get up early because we've got to take a look at the Arc de Triomphe. This is going to be uh, our time going off about 7.05 a.m. Pacific time on Fox Sports, right? Right. That's one of three races that are Breeders' Cup winning your in races, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to get a lot of rain out there. So yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm expecting a pretty soft course in France for the Arc at Longchamp. But, again, uh, some horses that you might see in the Breeders' Cup, so it's worth tuning in to watch at 7.05 is post time for the Arc. Now, uh, that race is a $5.8 million race, so it's an important race there in, in, in uh, France, that's for sure, and a big day of racing there. 
But uh, whoever wins that race, if they like soft going, is not going to get it at Santa Anita unless Mother Nature is really, really uh, a bad uh, handicapper. <laughs> I would assume the Del Mar turf is going to be a little firmer than the Longchamp yeah. uh, next uh, th- this Sunday. All right, John. So what do we look for at uh, Santa Anita today? Now, you know, the, the the big group of jocks are back. The big trainers are back. And we've got uh, today really is highlighting the two-year-olds, uh, uh, the four stakes races. Uh, today will be uh, three of them for two-year-olds, and all three of them are Breeders' Cup winning your end races. Uh, a quick uh, Chris Berman two-minute drill going on here. So I'll, I'll take a, a thought or two about the speakeasy, which is the five furlongs on the turf for two-year-olds, and that's the fifth on the card. Well, uh, Richard Mandela decided to pass on the, uh, the the two-year-old route race, the American Pharaoh, with number four, Forbidden Kingdom, for uh-huh. this race. He's trained really well for this. The horse I'm really interested in is the horse coming in uh, for, with E.T. Baird aboard, one-timer for, for Larry Ravelli, mm-hmm. uh, two for two on synthetic track, so I think he'll handle turf. Watching his races, he's fast and he can carry his speed, and from post two, you know he's going to do one thing. He's going to go to the front and try and take these horses wire to wire. Then you have Miss Alacrity, the filly against the boys in here for Wesley Ward. Those are the top three. But uh, my uh, my interest is in one-timer in there. And, of course, uh, he comes in from uh, – he had a race, his uh, maiden race. He won by 12, over 12 lengths at uh, Arling, now the defunct Arlington Park. And his last start was at Woodbine where he won uh, by over three lengths there. So uh, maybe we should have asked uh, Tommy how he thought about that horse. But nevertheless, you like him, one-timer. Been winning uh, by, uh, you know, good distances, that's for sure. And Baird comes in to ride, who knows him well. What about the uh, Chandelier? That's a mile and 16 for two-year-old fillies. And, of course, Bob Baffert, I guess, got this thing surrounded. Well, this will be my, my radio play, Ralph, so we'll, we'll go through this. But I, I like number two, Ain't Easy, for trainer Phil D'Amato. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Grace Adler, who won the Del Mar debutante, but that race fell apart. They went so fast early and fell apart late. Uh, she kind of had to win the race, and she's just trained okay out of that race. Uh, there's a lot of speed in here, dance to music, dance to the music, and Elm Drive were the ones that went head and head in the uh, Del Mar debutante. I don't think they'll go as fast today, but the pace should be at least legit. Yeah, I like the way Ain't Easy sat behind horses, split horses, and finished to to win going away. And I know Phil D'Amato thought she was going to be a route filly before she started. So stretching out to something I think she wants to do. She's three uh, five to two on the program, and I think she's going to run a big one today. Number two, Ain't Easy. Uh, my radio play in the Chandelier Race 6 at Santa Anita. All right, your radio play and your pick in the Chandelier is number two, Ain't Easy. The two in the uh, sixth race at Santa Anita, $2 ROI, two to win on the two. Then we get that downhiller, the Eddie D in the seventh. You know, wide open race. Uh, and, again, what I'd like to see in general are horses cutting back uh, from routes coming down down the hill especially they have tactical speed. They're, they're fit enough to get the distance. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's hard to ignore the, the, the current former number seven, Lieutenant Dan. Uh, he's three for three sprinting on grass. I think he'll handle this because he can route. So six and a half should be in his wheelhouse, and I think he's drawn outside the other speed. Uh, you've got uh, Caribou Club who comes in from the East Coast. Uh, you know, way back when, he was a, a downhill turf specialist here at Santa Anita. So you know he likes the course. And at six to one, I think there's value there. You have uh, John Hardoon's horse, Whisper Not, cutting back like we talked about, mm-hmm. and Snapper Sinclair coming in from Kentucky Downs. He's been a Kentucky Downs specialist, and that's kind of a winding, undulating, wide turn course, a little bit like what he's going to deal with today at Santa Anita. So maybe he takes to the course as well. But uh, top to bottom, this is a spread race because we haven't seen much of this, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think uh, no, uh, Lieutenant Dan, I think Turner for Home is going to be in front. We'll see if he can get to the wire. And as you noted yesterday, a race that's been renamed three times from the uh, the Norfolk to the front runner, and now the American Pharaoh is the eighth race for two-year-olds going a mile and 16th, now named after a horse that won the Triple Crown but never raced at Santa Anita. <laughs> well, no, that, that was the awesome again. We're going to see tomorrow for the older oh, I'm horse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, American Pharaoh was at least based out here in California. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing the, the, the Baffert horses, Corniche and Rockefeller, who both broke their maidens in really uh, impressive fashion. Corniche was the best two-year-old maiden winner I saw at Del Mar this summer. But, again, from five and a half furlongs to a mile and a 16th, that's a big difference. And uh, the two horses worked together recently, and Rockefeller outworked Corniche. Uh, I know Corniche did not wear blinkers in that workout. Uh, he wears blinkers in the races, so maybe that was the key. But 
based on the workout I saw, maybe Rockefeller will enjoy the longer distance more than Corniche. I do think that they have uh, an advantage over some of the horses exiting the Del Mar Fraturity. I don't think that was a strong race. Uh, the other horse with the proven route experience, Oviat Class, he's going to sit back and make a run. And there's a chance the race could, could come up with a real fast pace in here. Maybe he's got a, a shot to make a difference from behind. But I think one of those two Bob Baffert horses is going to step up tomorrow. All right. or, excuse me, later today. Later today, yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a Saturday card on a Friday opener at Santa Anita. Get the <laughs> uh, John Lindo's Lindo Report for all the races today at Santa Anita exclusively at the South Point Racebook. You get all the selections. You get a suggested late pick four, and you get all those goody information things at the bottom of the sheet. John Lindo's Lindo Report exclusively at uh, the South Point Hotel for today at Santa Anita and every Southern California Racing Day. And then some, that's for sure. Just check it out. That's, uh, that's for sure. Well, happy Santa Anita today. We'll talk to you tomorrow, John. All right, and say hi to my friends at the South Point. We'll see you out there real soon. Uh, yeah, like on November 5th at 6 o'clock for the seminar, right? Oh, for sure, but I'll be there before then. But absolutely, we'll, I'm looking forward to doing the Breeders' Cup seminar with John Hardoon. And uh, like I say, 6 o'clock post time on that on Friday, November 5th. You got it, my man, and we will see you here before then. Thanks a lot, John. Good luck today. All right, you got it, my man. And now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Well, uh... You get, you know, you're, I'm, I know you're working overtime because you're doing both sheets, Belmont and Santa Anita, the power pages uh, that are available at station casinos and all those big races on all the weekend. Absolutely. But that's just normal time for us here. Uh, you know, yesterday I mentioned that, you know, my office is sort of pulled apart and it's going back together because we put a new floor in. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, one of my dogs christened the floor. So, uh <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there because we might be stepping into some good luck here today. Well, I hope so because your dog might be making an editorial comment on some of the horses you gave away yesterday. <laughs> but, you know, I, I had this beautiful Pletcher sprinter, and he ran like a yeah, he ran, an uh, old dog. He, he ran know. like an old Yeah, old. He, he, he ran like your dog's uh, comment, that's for sure. Right. As far as Foxdale concerned, you know, nine to one, the horse had the lead and then just t- tired and went bad. Badly. Uh, that's un- yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, but when you have nine to one shots, uh, they aren't going to all fl- fire like they like you hope they are. So well, let's get a couple. Let's get a couple firing today. We got okay. a big day uh, op- uh, opening day at Santa Anita with all those stakes races. Let's get your Belmont play first, and we'll touch upon a horse or two at Santa Anita. Okay, cool. Let's go to the ninth race today at Belmont. We have Citizen K. The K. Citizen K, the eight horse, first time this gelding hit the turf and improved an unimaginable amount of, of length and ability in every regard, visuals, and now stretches from five and a half furlongs at the Saratoga uh-huh. turf course to Belmont seven furlongs. I think it's going to be fantastic for uh, Citizen K. He's bred to go long as well. Right. And uh, that five, point, five and two-fifths finish in the last really – uh, highlights him to me. I love the eight. I'm going to put the eight over the five, six, seven, and eleven. Small reverses to break even. The eight in race number nine. That's my feature playing pop out key. All right. Now the eighth, uh, the the ninth race at Belmont. You like number eight, Citizen K. The eight, right. and that'll be your two dollar win bet, two dollar mm-hmm. ROI on the eight. The link ups are five, six, seven, and eleven in reverse. Jonathan Hardoon earlier today on the show came up in number eleven, suit of armor. So it creates a Sirocco play for me. I'm going to play the 8-11 over 5-6-7-8-11, but your play is the 8 over 5-6-7-11 and reverse, right? Correct. Okay, now let's get to Santa Anita. Let's get your pick out of the way, and then whatever time we have left, we can talk about the other stakes races. Okay, sure. Um, let's go to race number 7, uh, the Eddie D. Going down on the downhill turf course, we talked about how happy we all are mm-hmm. that we're back there a little bit this year. Anyway, uh, I have a little different look than John. I agree with him when he says about sprinters or uh, who've gone long and then are turning back. Turn backs are really good, but... I think Charmaine's me is maybe the class of this field. She runs great twos and great ones and really well and always has fantastic speed in them. 
uh, turning back to six and a half furlongs makes a lot of sense. If you look back on her form, you'll see she was really actually a very, very good sprinter on the turf. I think this will be fantastic for her. You got Flavie and Pratt up. You got a ten to one morning line for Bill Damato. Yeah, I'm all in on the four horse Charmaine's Mia in the mm-hmm. seventh race today. Right. Now I'm going to use the one, two, seven, and nine for my turns. So I'm going to use. So that's my feature play in Papa Keys, the four horse in the seventh race. All I'm right. really mostly interested in this as a win and place bet. So, you know. The exact is I'm gonna. I, I don't know how many use the play the exact is maybe a little bit a little, right. little lighter and a little more effort on the wind money. All right, seventh race, the Eddie D down the hillside turf course, number four, Charmaine's Mia, ten to one on the morning line with a guy named Flavian Pratt aboard. The four in the seventh race is your two dollar ROI win bet. The linkups are one, two, seven, and nine. Now. You struck on another race that Jonathan Hardoon came earlier in the day, and Jonathan in that race likes number eight, Whisper Not. He likes the eight there. So my Sirocco play, I got two of them today, so you guys at least be right on one of them. In the, uh, the Sirocco play will be seventh race, Santa Anita, the four, eight, with the one, two, four, seven, eight, and nine, but the four, eight exacta boxes, the Sirocco play in the seventh. By the way, folks, that is just a great way to play two people, uh, two two selectors' opinions. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want you guys to get down there and battle for the win, and I'll I'll just take that exact and be a smiler. That's for sure. Now, real quick. I mean, the, well, well, let's just take a moment. One of the keys is we both are giving you a price list. John's right. giving you a one. You don't have to pull your hair out which one to play. play I understand both. that absolutely. Right. I know right. you do. I just. All okay, right, now we got it. Now you'd cut it down to a minute for two races. The okay. chandelier for two-year-old fillies. A thought. You know, they're really hard to. I kind of like electric ride a little bit. Okay. So uh, that's sort of where I'm going to go. And in the eighth race in the American Pharaoh. Yes, sir. Um, who was a Triple Crown winner? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm sort of with John on Rockefeller. He just sort of appeals to me. It's a Medal Oro out of a, a Spitestown mare. They mm-hmm. can get distance. They're fast. And uh, I like the fact that he broke from the one post at Del Mar and really, after breaking a little slow, really jet, jetted out there and kind of cruised to victory. And he had the look to me of a horse that just wants to go longer. So I kind of like Rockefeller a little bit, the six horse at three to one with that guy again, Flavian Prada. But, yes. But it's, you know, I'm splitting hairs. Uh, well, I got to tell you, I, I do like uh, the way Rockefeller finished in his last race as well. He might be cut of a real good cloth. And remember that. Both the Speakeasy, the five furlong turf race for two year olds, the Chandelier for the two year old Phillies, and the American Feral for the two year old Colts and Geldings are all three races uh, that are um, uh, races that are Breeders' Cup winning your ends. On a weekend where we're going to have a lot of winning your end races, that's for sure. The Twin Q today, by the way, Station Casinos, with a carryover of $6,824. Features the third race today at Santa Anita and the ninth and final race at Santa Anita. So we're kicking off the weekend with a big Friday card at Santa Anita. A beautiful day out here in Las Vegas. Just take a thought, though, folks, to remember about uh, the October 1st uh, Memorial. That's for sure. Be safe out there. Get your vaccines if you don't have it. Let's keep that in check as well. One more thing to say, and Jerry's going to say it. Hey, have a great the Radio Shopping Show everybody. is her. 